the optimal life. Jeff, how's uh, Santa Barbara treating you? Well, we got a little rainy day today, so we're very happy in Santa Barbara because we barely ever see rain, and uh, so we need it. So, yeah, no, it's going great. You got me up nice and early. You know, usually I don't arrive at the office until, you know, four in the afternoon or something, so. How far is your office from where you live? Uh, uh, exactly uh, 14 miles. and oh, uh, That equates to about four hours in driving time. Yeah, well, the good news is I actually hit traffic this morning, but I've been coming in later, and I didn't know there was still traffic out there. But our traffic is like about three minutes long. Wow. And then it clears up. So it's, you know, 14 minutes, and 11 miles to the office, about 14 minutes. Maybe it's 16 or 17 minutes on a really bad day. That's fantastic. I, yeah. I was just in L.A. recently, and literally everything's three miles. Everything's 30 minutes at least. Driving yeah, through LA. Yeah, yeah LA is uh is still a mess um with all the yeah. cars and everything. I, I avoid it like the like the plague. So uh curious to see what you think about um back in the twenty, what was it, the twenty twenty election. Would Donald Trump have been president again today if the Hunter Biden laptop story hadn't been suppressed by the media? I uh, maybe. I mean the the you know, it's just from what I read that uh, he would have been reelected. Enough people, 10 percent, would have not voted for Biden, maybe stayed home or not voted for him. Uh, but but it's I mean, that's somewhat conjecture, although, you know, everybody says there's proof of that. Uh, you know, it's just it's scary to think that, you know, a couple companies blocked and you can you can argue, well, that's their right to block whatever they want because they're a private company. But on the other hand, it probably affected the election. Is that what was the what was the final straw for you where you said, I got to get involved in this whole thing? What what was it? You know, I actually actually I th it might have been the Biden story where um I just and I started to realize as I watched the when I started getting into the idea of what am I reading? Uh, you know, and I was a, uh, probably as the word dumb for the moment as what was going on at uh, at Google and Google, by the way, for disclosure, since I own a real estate company, they're also a tenant of mine. But the the way they handle search, it woke me up to realizing, gosh, they're censoring us, too. You know, so that that started the whole ball wheeling and the or the whole idea of well, let's build something. You know, we didn't have to build browsers. Let's build a browser that's sort of a, you know, I, how I, how do I want to rank myself? Kind of a Musk type of person. I've got all types of different views, but when it comes to freedom of speech, I only have one view, which is even hate speech. As much as I don't like hate speech, it's still unless you're yelling fire in a you know in a in a theater. I think it's fine. I mean, people don't have to listen to you. They can do the, you know, the the Conde thing and turn you off if they want. But you should have the right to say what you want to say. So that was it. It was during that election process. If you were to go back and Google, back to that example, and days before the election, the Hunter laptop story breaks. And if you were to go into any search engine, especially Google, what would you find if you typed Hunter laptop? Well, I, I, I don't know if I really remember this, but um, it was it would have been buried. It, it probably was buried. I don't I don't think I remember exactly. 
And the way I like to talk about burying stories, it's kind of like, I mean, my best example would be, analogy would be, you go to your base, you go to your uh, library and you want to take out a book and the librarian says, oh, you know, we've put that, we put that story, that book five floors down. And by the way, there's no elevator to come up. So you walk down five flights and then you have to haul your butt back, back upstairs. Excuse me on that. Get those all turned off. Um, and um, they, um, they, uh, you know, you'd have to walk upstairs and go, to go down to find your book and then bring it back up. And that's just, that didn't make sense to me. And so, you know, that's that was my wake-up call. It's like they're burying stories, and they know. They know that you're not going to go to look at page two or page three on a search. I mean, it's it's 99% of the people go to page one. They may go to page two. They're never going to page three, four, or five. Agreed. But, but for that to uh, cause you to have such passion and this uprising – to say, I want to go head to head with the likes of Sergey Brin and Larry Page and yada yada yada. That takes some. That takes a lot of brass. Yeah, well, I've always had that kind of brash and sort of go get them. I ran a when I ran my real estate company. I'm very proud of what I did. I I'm always very fair to my my clients. I don't even call them tenants. My clients. But I was, you know, aggressively smart and tried to do things that made sense. And uh, and I would step, I would do things in the real estate business. Uh, now it's changed a lot that most people were going, why are you putting in sports courts? I mean, this is 20, 25 years ago. I'm putting in sports courts. I'm putting in gyms. My fellow developers are looking at me like, are you crazy? Why are you wasting all your money doing that? But it worked out. I mean, all my tenants stayed. They loved the park. We had a a tenant appreciation day where we serve them food and we had a big outing for them. Uh, I appreciate all that. So it's just, I just, I'm, I'm cut from a different, I mean, what is a real estate guy doing in the technology business? I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. That's what I was going to ask you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. My wife's asking me the same question. Like what the hell are you doing in that business? But I, I enjoy exploring things when I see that there's a right or wrong. I tend to, Sometimes I tend to want to fix. This is something I understood. Building browsers, I understood. Building a search engine, I kind of understand. I understand enough to go build it. Uh, and I'm just kind of like I've had it with with what's going on in the world where they're censoring people and their their free speech is going away. So talk. So so you you you're building. You built a browser called Tusk. Yeah. T U S K. What does that stand for? T U S K. Tusk. An elephant uh, tusk. You know, it was a very interesting naming. It took us literally, it took us almost as long to name the darn thing as to build it. I mean, it took us three months to come up with a name. And, you know, the way these work in the technology is a lot of the browsers are named after animals. So we set aside, you know, we had Panda, we had all types of stuff. And everything you looked up was basically taken. Liberty, you name it. And so one of my guys, wasn't me, came up with Tusk. And I started thinking, well, there's one guy in the room that went to USC. That's me. We played Tusk. We loved Tusk, the song. Tusk reminds you of an elephant. So kind of a conservative type of leaning on this. Uh, and so, you know, Tusk, and easy to remember. I mean, you can easily remember T-U-S-K. Yes, you can. And it, and it rhymes with Musk. 
Of course. There you go. I'd like to have, you know, I'd like Elon to take a look at this. He's the interesting part, I think, is people miss, and it's because it's so blase. I mean, search is not a glamorous thing. I mean, it's like going to the library and looking up a book, but A, it's profitable, and B, it's really necessary to have free speech and to keep it. And I'm I'm finding that, you know, the toleration by I'll call it the next generation has has lowered themselves so that they can't even tolerate. They don't want to hear what you have to say. They want to shut you up. And I'm like, no, 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 no. We need to just like Musk, we need to keep we need to keep this open. And so that's my my job is to figure out how are we going to do that? How are we going to keep free speech going? So you create this browser, which is in the likes of, you know, like uh, similar to an Internet Explorer, uh, Google Chrome, Firefox, yada, yada, yada. The list goes yeah. on and on. Right. But that's just the browser part. So why is the browser? I, I could ima- I understand the, the search engine, Google, its bias, burying conservative stories, those things. But why, why the browser? Why is that the first place that you're starting? Well, first of all, it's the first thing I knew how to build. So, you know, that and that was, you know, a seven figure deal alone, just building. it. I mean, it's just super expensive to do. Uh, and that's why a lot of people aren't in the business of building browsers. They're in building some apps that are really easy. But building a browser is, is a lot more technology involved. Uh, and building a search engine makes a makes a browser look like it's uh, kindergarten play. So you take it one step at a time that. The true problem is search. I mean, the browser, what we do in the browser is we give you a conservative news feed. We give you easy to use links. We make sure you know we love America. Um, we allow you, because I'm a big believer in free speech, we allow you to uh, to um, uh, look at other things. You know, you want to change your settings and be more liberal, go at it. Uh, that's part of what I think is missing in, cons- in liberals and conservatives Liberals used to think this way, which is free speech is more important than anything else. And uh, if you look at Dershowitz, you know, from the lawyer, he'll tell you all the time, gee, I, you know, even though I'm a liberal and I don't really like conservatives, I appreciate free speech. It's interesting that you're saying that because I'm thinking about my desktop at work and it's a MSN office. If I'm using a Internet Explorer or Google Chrome, I, one of one of those. And the the homepage pops up. It's MSN, and it's it's uh, vast majority, if not every single story, is very very tailored to the left. It's the it's clickbait. It's headlines. It's it's nastiness about. It's not even about just Trump. Obviously, it's about anything and everything that's liberally in support of a liberal mindset. It, it just puts it right there in front of you. I very rarely see. Um, anything like on the right so that's an interesting point yeah it's kind of like the censorship and that's the first thing i decided was like okay at least you know i can't build a search engine right away it takes a lot of money and we might have a prototype i'm i'm really excited we found a way we might have a prototype to show the world how free speech in a search engine would actually work now there's some other guys that are doing a little bit but i want you to see left center and right I want you to see all spectrums of how people are are seeing things. And then, I mean, we'll set it to the right because we think most of our users are to the right. But easily, I could easily see you going to the center, which is going to be more like a 50-50, like you see both sides of the argument. 
which I like. I like to, you know, go read what MSN is thinking and, and uh, CNN, although CNN now says they're, they're not liberal, <laughs> if you can believe that. But uh, I think that's the way a search engine should be. Back with what, what Google was doing, I think is 1.0. And I think 2.0 is a, has a lot more depth to it, being that you can research what you want to research versus, think of it this way. You're turning on Google and they're telling you what they want you to see. But what aren't you telling your people what, what you want them to see? The the default setting on yours is going to be very conservative based. Probably. But you're going to easily be able to, 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 with one switch, be able to go to a center, which is 50-50. You see both sides. And even if you want to see the left and see just you want to you know wipe out everybody else, Go at it. I mean, uh, you could also go over to Google and see it, but but <laughs> right. if you're using us, uh, I want you to see it, I, and I want to be fair to all sides. But I want I, I want to make sure that the right is being heard. And right now, it's a really tough call. Even some of the guys that are trying it, their their problem is, which I don't have a problem with, is they already have constituents that are liberal, and I think they think there's going to be a giant blow up by them if they start promoting conservative and I'm like, okay, well I'll promote conservative, but I want everybody to see what everybody else is saying easily without, you know, you don't have to have a hit, hit a bunch of dials to do it. Okay. But let's assume that the, the this news feature, let's assume that that just goes away for a moment. And somebody wants to just have a default setting where they log onto their click of their browser and it just comes up with a, a, a homepage search engine, whatever it is, but nothing news related. What makes Tusk any different than the rest? Why, why should somebody even want to use your browser? Well, uh, most people want to use the browser because the conservatives, because they want to see their news, right? They want to see, well, what's their side saying and not have to go hunt for it. But mm. easily you could just, I, no, I, I think there's a switch. You could just turn off the news feed totally and not have any news feed at all. Now, you, what you would enjoy is pictures of America. Because the next thing I like to do is I like to show America. I'm also looking for a historian to give us little news bits as the days go by about America and interesting facts. And uh, I've got a couple guys in mind. They haven't said yes, but I'm hoping eventually they will say yes. And we can also do a little of that. Also, I wanted to put a little music up there that is sort of, you know, it's about America being free. I mean, I really want to push this idea. And I'm really after the younger generation realizing that there isn't such there there is such a thing as misinformation, but everybody everything should be examined. And I think Musk has got it right. I am so happy that this man bought Twitter. I, you know, the government thing scares the hell out of me when they're saying they're watching him. What does that mean? Right. Well, speaking of watching, what what's your take on this TikTok stuff? Because do you think China's watching us? Ah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I mean, they, they make everybody looks at Russia and so fearful of Russia. China is way more scary to me than, than Russia will ever be uh, because they they have all the tools of, of being dominant, wanting to be dominant. And they're taking I mean, they're under buying land from us in our country near, uh, near our, uh, our facilities or, you know, air bases and stuff. That's just crazy. And, and you know, as much as I don't like banning things, my my solution for TikTok is somebody to come in like an Elon Musk and just buy 
buy it for America, shut off China. Uh, so we can all enjoy it and have fun, right? Because it's a fun thing to go on and see all the fun things. Now in China, it's not that way. It's, it's not, you know, it's not the fun thing that we see, at least for the younger kids. But for us, it's entertainment. And uh, what I, what we, you know, it's, it's kind of like you're just giving away this information to them. You don't even know that it's going to them and they're learning all about you. I think it was in North Dakota, literally this morning I saw um, the governor, she, she, uh, conservative state, uh, conservative governor, I'm pretty sure it's North Dakota. Yeah. Um, she banned, you may have seen this, she's she's put a ban on anyone that I believe is using a, a government type uh, uh, yeah. portal to have any access to TikTok. Yeah, I, you know, I, I, I'm not for banning things. I don't like the idea at all, but I don't like giving true enemies of our country. Uh, I'd like to you know, have a friendship with China, but you saw what they do in China in the lockdowns. I mean, it, it made oh, our lockdowns look like a, a picnic. Yeah, you know, locking people into their buildings and then the buildings set on fire and people die. And they're they're going down the streets, spraying the buildings with who knows what. And they're beating people in the streets for walking around. I mean, it's just it, it's madness. It's you know, I, I saw something. I was a little shocked. YouTube has some deal with the with China. I don't know who it is on there. And they're playing these. Uh, I actually watched one maybe a week ago. Propaganda. Uh, video and I was shocked. I'm always shocked by the video because I figure it's propaganda. But what I was shocked with how many great comments Americans had about China, and it's like, holy smokes, this is you guys are falling for for. Uh, I mean, our my head of uh, my marketing lived in China for 14 years. He can tell you what it's like. It's not pleasant. No, it's it's not, and that's why it's it's so shocking to me that anybody would have any incentive to show this propaganda, especially if you're here in the United States. Why? What's your take on this? Why have we leaned so far to this left, the catering to the, the socialist slash communist states? I mean, what, what, this wasn't the same way our country was probably when you were growing up, Jeff. Yeah, well, in 1870, when I was growing up, <laughs> uh, right after the Civil War, uh, no, it's changed and uh, and it's scary and it's starting at school. So one of my projects will be if we grow this company will be to donate to schools that. So, yeah, I lost you, but you, you were saying something that you guys are starting to. What did you say? Donate or. Yeah, what, what I eventually want to do is either donate to colleges or to schools that are teaching freedom of speech to teachers that, that, that I had a. You know, my son had a teacher. I'm a cyclist, and I went riding with a guy. He had a teacher who was a history teacher. And my son said to me, I don't know where he stands literally politically. And I thought, he's a really good teacher because he is not he is not sharing with you what his thoughts are. He is teaching you history and having you do critical thinking. And that's what we need to teach our kids is, Critical thinking, not just taking one side. And then I had a problem with the crowdfunding company. I think we've settled on this. But they thought, you know, well, who are these people? They're crazy. And I was like, no, no, no. I'm just a free-loving and I love freedom of speech. And 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 I'm just trying to right a wrong. Mm. Yeah, you well, know, I when, I, when I was coming up in school, too, when I, high school, even looking back in college, 
you didn't know what side of the aisle your teacher was on, and nor did you really even care. You didn't even think yeah. about it. Yeah. No, and it's, now it's just everywhere. It's in every school system across this country. Yeah, it's crazy. And, and, it's and the colleges, the universities, Jeff. The worst. The worst place to be. Even my own USC, I heard, is uh, University of Southern California. Spoiled children. I heard that's even bad, too. And that was a very conservative school when I was growing up, and, and it's it's changed. Now, I think we need to get, I, you know, I think there's a fight going on, and I think Musk is leading it. He's He, he really is a, a tremendous guy. Uh, to getting, to waking the world up that, you know, maybe not the world's already passed this, but at least Americans, that we need to keep freedom of speech. And even if you hear hate speech, I mean, my... They asked me when I was getting ready to do the crowdfunding, well, what do you think of hate speech? I said, I, I, it's appalling. But I don't want, unless you're yelling fire in a crowded theater and you're going to harm someone, I want I want the dialogue to continue. I want I want you to say to a guy, why'd you say that? That's hateful. But but if you, you never hear the guy say it because somebody shadow banned him or banned him, you, the guy still hates you. It hasn't changed, but if you had a dialogue with the guy, maybe that would change. Right. I have to ask you, too, because you are you must be a minority when it comes to the state that you're living in. Your outlook, your ideologies, you're not in the majority out there. Um, oh, what was what was lockdowns like? What, what's your take on Gavin Newsom, and what was the lockdown experience like for you? It was horrible. I mean, they, they had us lockdown i could i could go to my office only because we ran a management company for real estate and that was allowed otherwise i wouldn't have been able to come to the office so not as bad as china uh, I'll, I'll give us kudos for that we were at least a step or two ab above them but but it you know the, the the fact is once again there there's a lot of misinformation and a lot of it in this case came from the democrats that wanted this lockdown and and you know Drugs that might have helped you uh, with COVID were, you know, were not discussed. They were said you can't talk about them. It, it was crazy. And you got you got great doctors saying, yeah, that medicine, I think, works. Well, who is Gavin Newsom? Well, I, I kind of feel he's sort of an elitist. I, I don't know him. Obviously, I've never met him. But just from what I see... Uh, and, and, and listen, I came from a fairly well-off family, but I've never, I've, I swept tennis courts. Uh, I worked on a vegetable truck as a kid. I had a paper route. Uh, so I was a hardworking kid, but, but I don't like the elite. And he, he feels to me like he's an elitist. I never had gates on my house. I now have them because I'm living with my, my in-laws, but, but for me, I don't like gates. I, I, I don't like the elite positions people take they're no better than we are right and then you see somebody like that how how is he able to still stay so popular out there what's what's the ideology that's causing people to still say we need this man he shut us down we were the most extreme state potentially in the entire country with the came to the covid lockdowns people lost their livelihoods yet we still we would never vote uh, uh, on the other side of the ticket. What What's the ideology out there that's causing this? It's more of this, uh, you know, just a liberal take. And he's a liberal. Uh, he's progressive. He's not even a liberal. You know, I want to define liberal. Liberal is like an Alan Dershowitz to me. 
And a progressive is someone like Gavin Newsom who says you can't speak about certain things, right? And and he reminds me of that. And there's just this, it's gotten, when I arrived in, in California, Ronald Reagan was the governor. So they can sh show you how far the swing went. And um, I can't tell you the schools, uh, Berkeley, um, Cal, yeah. all these yeah. schools, they brought out these these people that were more and more liberal, not liberal, progressives that thought you, and I want to, as I said, I want to define a liberal as someone who, who believes in free speech and a progressive is one that says, oh, that's misinformation. What's the difference between a progressive and a socialist? And not much. <laughs> I mean, I worry, I I, I, you know, socialism is, I think is a bad form and some Listen, some capitalism isn't great either. And when people get too greedy about things, that's not not necessarily. I pride myself not to be, you know, not to be a greed horde or, or whatever. You, you I, don't want to be like Sam Bankman Freed. Yeah, yeah, and I don't want to go around touting, you know, uh, you know, all the good things he's doing as he's as he's pulling strings uh, in Washington D.C. Right. That's that's the ugly side of capitalism. Yeah, that, that is the ugly side of capitalism. But the, I mean, you have your choices. Socialism is the control of the government, and then it's controlled by elitists who decide what you can and can't read. And just the words that came out of of uh, uh, the press secretary the other day, which was, you know, we're watching Twitter. What the heck does that mean? We're watching Twitter. Well, okay, government, if you want to shut down your Twitter accounts. Many of us are just fine with that. However, if you mean I'm going to take some sort of action against Twitter, uh, yeah, that doesn't work for me. I see that you talk about uh, Mark Levin, Mark Levin's call to action. Now, did, was this the general call to action that he's talking to the conservatives or what did he do you have a relationship with him? No, I, I, you know, I was listening that this part of what triggered this whole thing off. Um, my father-in-law's listens to him and I, I admittedly watch Fox News and some of the other mostly Fox News but uh I caught this this uh this show where he was talking about you know everybody can help in in keeping free speech being you know keeping America free and I and it dawned on me geez Jeff you got a skill set that you can bring to the table which is browsers and searches and then I started investigating realizing yeah, even that's being censored, and we shouldn't allow censorship to pervade that as well. So it took you only about 90 days to create a uh, this fully functional browser? Uh, no, about nine months. Oh, <laughs> nine, nine months. months. Okay, because you nine said... Nine months and, uh, and, and, and about a million bucks. Nine months, but still nine months is not... There was something you said earlier about it took three months, which was almost the same amount of time it took to build the browser. Um, you know, the naming, the naming issue. The naming, the naming. Yeah, correct. the naming, so, the naming, the naming issue was hilarious. I mean, it was one of the most fun times I had trying to come up with a name because nothing worked, everything worked. Then some of the stuff that that the CTO said, some of them kind of looked like something you know phallic, like, and we're like, no, no, it's not going to work. And he's like, oh, uh, what do you think of this? And we're going, uh, no, you don't get it, and everybody else got it, but he didn't get the joke of what that looked like. Right. So nine months, you build the browser. Okay. The yeah. fully functional browser. But I think that's the, like you said, that's the base point, the starting point. 
it, yeah. it give you got, got your feet wet. You guys figured out what works, what doesn't work. You build out this code, whatever it is. Um, so now you've got that. But but I think the more important thing, the more critical thing we're talking about here is censorship. And the censorship is coming in forms of search engines, Google being the, the mother of all. So what's the next step for Tusk when it comes to the search engine piece? Well, so we actually have found a, a, a method where we think we can uh, prototype what, what a good search engine that's free of the censorship looks like. And we're in working on a, on a I'll call it a prototype of maybe an alpha and then a beta uh, while we raise money um, to build our own search engine. And the argument in our within the internal is, do we do this in the next year or so, or when do we do this? I say you do it as soon as you can, because you can't rely on anything that's left-leaning. You can't rely that they are not going to censor you themselves. I mean, just like, you know, why didn't my search engine work when I walked in the office yesterday? And I was immediately thinking, gee, maybe it's the VPN company that's blocking it. I don't know if it is or not. I'll find out shortly. But mm. uh, I think it's important that we build a search engine that is more moderate and um, and allows for free speech. And, and some of them are doing something like that. Brave has got something that it's called goggles or something. But you have to be kind of a almost like a specialist to figure out how to use it. I, I, I'm I'm not from the tech industry, so for me, this has got to be really easy to use. If I can use it, we're in business. If I can't use it, it's not it's no good to me. What, what's your time frame? Well, I'm hoping prototype is done by the end of the year, so we can get this out into the marketplace so people can see it, and then we're crowdfunding anytime we can. We can get started. We had a fight with our crowdfunder. They they wanted to cancel us, and I fought back. And you know, obviously, with the term of freedom, and they were a little worried that are we going to be hosting hate speech and things like that. And what we're trying to tell them is, we're hosting things that are on the web, which are pretty much curated, and it's not you know, it's not this back and forth hate thing. Although we will look for hate, uh, I won't censor hate speech. I will censor dangerous things like somebody called the arms about you know killing people you know we'll we'll fight about we'll fight that yeah death threats and stuff like that uh inciting violence are are slightly uh, th th there is a difference between hate speech where you're maybe saying that you don't like a particular group of people versus inciting violence yeah. for people's lives yeah uh, that i i don't i don't find acceptable at all i I always tell my wife, uh, there was a guy yesterday, uh, I was reading an article where this guy thinks that the, that the world should focus on extinction of itself to cure the planet. And I can't remember his name. And I said to my, I said to my wife, I sent her an email because I always like her to see provocative stories. I said, here's a nutcase on the left that I wouldn't even be reading. I don't even why I'm reading this story. It's so nutty to think. Oh, we're going to wipe ourselves out. So my question to my wife was, well, if we all wipe ourselves out, what good is having a clean planet? Or what good is having the planet at all? Yeah. I mean, you're not there, right? It's it, it just goofy. Uh, we still don't know what the, I mean, think about how many planets there are throughout the solar system, galaxies and, gal you know, there's so many planets, more than we even know, probably. And if there's no life form on those planets, I mean, what purpose are they truly serving? Yeah, none. And, I and, and I'm for look. I'm I'm absolutely for a clean environment. However, 
I'm also for not putting people at risk, not putting them at risk for their food. We can do this. We're always in a rush. Oh, oh the, you know, I mean, who said, oh, we have nine years left on the planet before it does something. And I'm like, what's the planet going to do in nine years? I mean, it's not going to do anything in nine years that's going to, yeah, maybe you have to move out of a coastal area. Okay. So, you know, that's not the end of the world. And and over time, we can kind of fix the the, the environment. So I, I do agree we should be doing that, but we shouldn't be harming people in the way. I mean, I don't think I have the right to make gasoline six bucks a, a gallon and hurt some poor person who wants to go to work and can't afford to go to work because I think it's so imperative that I have green, green, you know, clean energy right now. We're getting close to finishing off. Um, and I, I will piggyback off of what you said. They clearly do censor all the social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. I've when I've put out certain podcasts with conservative people, I've had I've had senators on, I've had congressmen on. I'm not a political podcast, but I ha I have found it important to share some of the conservative people that are out there to at least give them a little more exposure. Again, it, it is kind of counterintuitive because then my exposure is being thwarted by Facebook shadowing these 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 uh posts when i say hey i just did a podcast with jd vance you know who's now who just won the senate seat in ohio and nobody you know facebook shows it to nobody um yet when i do a post about i just did a uh, wellness episode with some yoga person they show it to thousands of people so it's it's being censored there i've i've even done non-political things where i had a guy on who um his uh son was injured by the mmr vaccine 20 some years ago Injured by the vaccine. He's there to talk about vaccine injuries, not specifically COVID or anything, just vaccine injury. I put a clip up on YouTube. It's taken down within a day. Yeah. What, this what's, is, what's your stance? Yeah. The, my stance is, is simple. This, this has got to stop. And I, and so each one of us who has the ability to do something about it should, I'm happy that I'm in search. It's the most boring thing you could possibly think of. But it's kind of like going to the library, but it's super important. And, and my goal, you know, uh, God willing, uh, is to is to make a change here and make sure all sides are heard, but particularly not stomping down on one side. Beautiful. I lo love it. Uh, Tuskbrowser.com is the website. We'll link it in the show notes. Anywhere else you want people to go to learn more? Well, if they uh, if they want to, you know, I have a big deal about people participating and I keep thinking, oh, my God, what am I getting myself into? But I believe, once again, if you want to invest a little bit of money with us, it's 100 bucks or more. You can do this in our crowdfunding. And so I'm urging people because I want this to be a community effort. I want conservatives to band together and go, we're not going to put up with this. We're going to back this company and I'll, I'll do my best to be the a great CEO that I, I, sh I should be and want to be uh, to make sure that this happens. And so there'll be a crowdfunding platform coming on shortly. Great. So go to, what you do is go to our, uh, go to our site and there's a, uh, it says invest, just put your name and address and your, your name, your email address, and we'll notify you when we're ready to go public with this. And it, it may be within the next two or three weeks. Thank you so much, Jeff. Uh, in Tusk, we trust. Thank you. Oh, I love that. That is great. I thank you so much. Great to talk to you.